Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chuck Schumer in power. That seems evident. But the bottom line is, Miss Cinema has stepped off of the Democrat plantation. I will let you hear, and we've got several clips from her, which are quite interesting. This was a news release that went out essentially this morning. There was also a companion interview with CNN. And in that CNN interview, she explained the announcements. Listen up. The announcement. I've registered as an Arizona independent. I know some people might be a little bit surprised by this, but actually, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, a growing number of Arizonans and people like me just don't feel like we fit neatly into one party's box or the other. And so, like many across the state and the nation, I've decided to leave that partisan process and really just focus on the work that I think matters to Arizona and to our country, which is solving problems and getting things done. Solving problems, getting things done. Doesn't it sound so wonderful? So a lot of people looking at this and immediately asking the question, what changes? Here's her answer. Well, I don't think anything will change about how I do my job. Um, Arizonans sent me to the United States Senate to be an independent voice for our state, and I'll continue doing that. What I think is important about this decision and, and this move is that I'll be able to show up to work every day as an independent and not be, you know, stuck into one party's demands of following without thinking. And, and as we've seen in recent years, both parties have created this uh, kind of requirement or a pull towards the edges that you just unthinkingly support all of one party's viewpoints. It's made it difficult to find folks who are willing to work together and solve problems. Now, as you know, Jake, we've been able to do a lot of bipartisan work over the last couple of years, and I'm incredibly proud of that. And I think it's important for folks across my state and, and frankly, across the country to say, yeah, there's someone, there's someone that's kind of like me, doesn't fit neatly into one box or the other, but is standing up for their values, for what they believe in and is doing it without trying to get one over on the other party or beat the other guy. So the idea here, totally changing the atmosphere. And I, 
I mean, and I don't know about you, but I think there are a lot of people in this country who share this sentiment. They're tired of this game. Now, this is not a matter of uh, convictions or values because there's going to be a place where we differ. But I think people are sick of the game, the contest. And I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people. Especially back in her home state, which is really purple. I think she's touched on some things that don't just resonate in her state, in Arizona, but really across the country. So the question of the balance of power, I told you it's 51-49. What does this mean now? How does this decision from Kirsten Cinema affect that balance of power? Well, I know you have to ask that question, Jake, yeah. but that's kind of a DC thing to worry about. What I'm really focused on is just making sure that I'm doing what I think comports with my values and the values of Arizonans. So when I come to work each day, it'll be the same. I'm going to still come to work and hopefully serve on uh, the same committees I've been serving on and continue to work well with my colleagues of both political parties. And I'm not really spending much time worrying about what the mechanics look like for Washington, D.C. And to be honest, Jake, I don't think anyone in Arizona is caring about that either. Um, so I don't think things will change much for me, and I don't think things will change much for Arizonans. Okay. One of the other things, for those people who are counting, who are looking at these numbers, 51-49, and I'm sure the party leadership was looking at this, the Democrat party leadership, they were so excited. This is great. This is wonderful. We've got solid control. We don't even need the vote from the vice president to break a tie. So with all of this success, a lot of people on the Democrat side may be looking at this and asking the question, why now? Well, I think folks at home in Arizona have known me for a very long time, and they know who I am. I've always been someone who is focused on getting results, getting things done, and I've never fit neatly into any party box. I've never really tried. I don't want to. And I think that's reflective of how most Arizonans live. You know, Arizonans who aren't affiliated with either party are often the largest group of voters in Arizona. And even those who are affiliated with parties often find that they don't fit 100% into that box. The reality is, is that when we get up in the morning, we don't really think about partisanship. Most people don't wake up and think, okay, well, I've you know got to get this Democratic breakfast on the table. I got to get in my Republican car and go to work. That's not how real life is. I, I know it is in this town, but in the rest of the country, people are just living their lives. And so they're not thinking about who's winning and who's losing, but that's what the parties are thinking about, is how do we get one over on this guy? How do we you know, ensure that we're punishing them? How do we continue to win? And what I'm really focused on, and I think the proof is in the pudding of the work I've done in the Senate, I'm really focused on getting results, like actually solving problems. And so, you know, removing myself from the partisan structure, not only is it true to who I am and how I operate, I also think it'll provide a place of belonging for many folks across the state and the country who also are tired of the partisanship. You don't have to wonder in listening to this. I don't know about you, 
Do you hear a whiff of I want to run for president in this? I'm just putting that out there. There's nothing that she's communicated directly, overtly on this. You really have to wonder. I would love to think, to know what you think about this. A little bit more from her as we continue the broadcast right here. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is something else we'll get to this in just a bit (laughs) oh my goodness well why don't we start here bummer we're not going to trash trump today another troll i guess jim out of easley vince senator cinema has been known to swing both ways literally what else would you expect of her jim should be ashamed of yourself also this Tristan Cinema is a Trojan horse she'll vote D when it's needed and she'll profit just like Joe Manchin did you know what would be interesting what if Joe Manchin decided to one-up her and switch to independent and decide not to caucus with Democrats or oh, wouldn't that be a mess that would be hilarious and truly be independent because the truth of the matter is for her profession of being an independent, it sounds like she still has an agreement with Chuck Schumer so she can keep her committee assignments, etc. Also on the text line, we don't have a Republican Party or a Democratic Party. We have a government run by geriatric greedy people. Oh, I love that. Fr- I'm going to steal that. Geriatric greedy people <laughs> that are completely out of touch with the real America. Proud, hardworking people. I am serious. I've got to save this. Geriatric, greedy people. I mean, 
can you come up with a better description of what we're watching in Washington, D.C.? <laughs> I'm going to come back to this one time and time again. I really will. Hallelujah. Praise God. I totally agree with her. I'm sick of having the D tag all my life. I've been a Democrat all my life since I became a Christian. I totally disagree with a lot of things Democrat Party is doing. So now I'm an independent voter. It's Chris out of Shelby. Glad to hear that. Independence is a good thing. Vince, it's 50-50 now. Harris will never side with our side. So I don't understand why this is so important other than leaving Dems. Well, I think the good development here is it kind of affirms this woman's not a reliable vote for the Democrat Party. Combine that with Joe Manchin. This may not be the cakewalk that they were expecting to receive now that it's allegedly 5149. May not be so easy. <laughs> this is a definite joke from Western North Carolina. Cinema Coakley 2024, really? <laughs> Would never happen. For a variety of reasons. Vince, it's my hope she will run again for that Senate seat in Arizona, split the Democrat ticket, facilitate a Republican winning that spot. I know for the meantime, looks like the filibuster is still in place. May very well be. Vince, the Democrat Party, all it stands for has become so ugly. All the good-looking Democrat women are distancing themselves from the party. Cinema and Gabbard, Allen out of Spartanburg. You sexist pig, Alan. <laughs> one more piece of audio. And, you know, this is one of the things you have to admire. You may not agree. You may see some stunt here in what is being done. But you have to hand it to somebody who's willing to face criticism. You know, and, that, and that's going to be a difficult place. How many people are going to put themselves in this place? Although I can see the benefits as well. So how do you, how do you, if you're cursed in cinema, face the likely criticism you'll receive for such a decision? Here's what she said. You've already been a target of the left and people have been very critical of you. They're going to call you every name in the book after this comes out. They're going to call you a traitor. They're going to call you an ingrate. What are you going to say? Well, I think I'll do what I always do, Jake, which is keep doing the work that I know is important for my state. You know, I, I, I just not worried about folks who may not like this approach. What I am worried about is continuing to do what's right for my state. And there are folks who certainly don't like my approach. We hear about it a lot. But the proof is in the pudding. You know, in the last few years in the Senate, as you and I have just mentioned, I've been honored to lead historic efforts from infrastructure to gun violence prevention, to protecting religious liberty and helping LGBT families feel secure, to the Chips and Science Bill, to the work we've done on veterans' issues. The list is really long. And so I think that the results speak for themselves. It's okay if some people aren't comfortable with that approach. It's okay. Notice the mixed bag. There's something in there for everybody, right? Notice she mentions religious issues, LGBT issues. She's been involved in all of these things. So you can't pigeonhole her and say, 
hey, I'm all on this side or that side. Now, whether you agree or disagree is not the point. It's a recognition. She's saying, I'm going to be me. This is who I am. This is my position. And there is something admirable about that. Whether you agree or disagree. Love to get your thoughts on what she's done and what the real impact will be. What kind of a difference will it make? The other big story, Brittany Griner. Boy, was this a big development. I was in the doctor's office yesterday when this came on the screen. I was like, boy, this is going to be interesting. I... Let me just begin here. Of course, the president's celebrating the news. The administration's worked out a deal to secure the release of WNBA basketball player Brittany Griner, who is detained in Russia, calling her an incomparable athlete, noting she was a two-time Olympic gold medalist for the United States. She was arrested back in February at a Moscow airport by Russian officials for possession of cannabis vape cartridges. The president saying she represents the best about America, just across the board, everything about her. So the Biden administration secured her freedom after they agreed to exchange her for the release of Victor Bout, a convicted international weapons dealer. Boy, this sounds like an even exchange, doesn't it? Can you imagine? And I'm sure I think there was some comment by Donald Trump about this. This is a pretty flimsy deal. We get back a person who committed what amounts to a petty crime, if it could barely be called a crime. They get a terrorist who would now be free, unleashed, to potentially pose a threat to America again. I mean, what threat does Brittany Griner pose to Russia? Zero. Once again, Mr. Magoo has been outsmarted. Now, I want to make it very clear. Do not hear what I'm not saying. I'm happy for Brittany Griner. Good for her. I'm so glad she's free. And yet, at the same time, there's someone else who certainly should have been released. We're going to talk about that and talk about the political aspects of this move as we continue. Stay with us. Promise, promise we will get to your calls in a bit. We've already got calls, and I'm not surprised. People are really ticked off about this trade. It's crazy. It is really crazy. Over on the text line thus far, in reference to what we've discussed so far, This person saying, I wonder if it's too late to orchestrate a trade. Cinema for Romney. Happy Friday. That's from Scott G. Kirsten, 
Vince, I miss Jesse Helms. <laughs> Due to their voting record, you forgot that Bernie and Angus King are also so-called independents. Dems let Bernie run as one of their own. Great deal, isn't it? If Brittany Griner would have been Taylor Swift, there wouldn't be this much hoopla about a released. The only reason is because she's black and gay. Are you serious? Really? Whoever sent me this text, call in. I want to have this conversation. This is bizarre because I think the very opposite is true. I think, and I'll mention this, based on the comments out of this administration. In fact, let me get to this right now. The news of Griner's release surprised Americans advocating for the release of ex-U.S. Marine Paul Whelan from Russia, who's been detained for nearly four years. Four years! Biden tried to ward off criticism by noting this was not a choice of which American to bring home. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, he says, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Britney's. He promised to keep working for Whelan's release, admitting the family would likely have mixed emotions about the news of Griner's release. Of course they would. He says they'll keep negotiating in good faith for Paul's release. I guarantee that. I said that to the family. I guarantee you. Now, here's the part I want you to pay attention to. The White House argued during the daily briefing with reporters, there was only one choice, bring Brittany home or no one else. And then we had Corrine Jean-Pierre saying this, she's an important role model, an inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBTQ plus Americans and women of color. Spoken by a person in that same category. I'm just telling you, I know the values of this administration. And I'm not saying they did this just for that reason. But I'm telling you, they certainly are exploiting that point. They are. Because they always do. This is the guy who said he's going to pick a black woman for the Supreme Court. Remember that? A black woman for vice president. Not the most qualified person out there, but a black woman. And in this case, the White House press secretary, a black lesbian woman. There's nothing wrong with that. But when your choices are driven by these ideological this ideological drive towards pandering. That's really what this is. It's pandering. And then we've got this hero who is still detained in Russia. We're going to talk more about this coming up because it's really disgusting. And it again shows what happens when you negotiate from a position of weakness. Weakness. Vince, I know exactly how Paul Wheeling can be free from the Russian prison. He needs to profess his hatred toward America and show a video of himself kneeling during the national anthem and worshiping Obama, then Mr. Magoo will likely come to his rescue. Jeff, you're not far off. You really aren't. See, the Russians aren't stupid. They want to foist this woman back on us. It's the best gift they could possibly give us because they know the propaganda value that she is to them. 
it's really a win-win all around. Griner's threat to Russia is her ideology and immorality infecting the nation. The Russians are smarter than we think. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Vince Putin's laughing all the way to the bank. He knew Biden would make the trade because of Democrat agenda. He knows we're a weak country. Exactly. He knows. Let's go out to a call from Rob. What is your perspective here, Rob? Yeah, good morning. Thank you very much for, uh, you know, having me on this morning. And uh, I just want to comment briefly on this Britney, uh, Britney Griner issue. Okay. Whoa. That was him, not me. So, Rob, you can try calling us back. Let's go out to a call from Sean. Hello, Sean. Hey, Vince. This is all your listeners. Let me say this first. Everybody have a nice Christmas. Hope everybody... Same to you. Yes. Yes. But this Britney Griner thing. Donald Trump, dumb John, was in there for four years. He couldn't get the man out. I'm sure he tried like every president before. He could not get him out. Now, everybody know who this guy is. Before Britney was there, they about 10% knew who this guy was. Now, unfortunate, he got detained over there. And all the hoopla, you can spin it all the ways you want. Now everybody knows about this guy. Okay? So, so you think that's, a, that's the silver lining here? you saying that's the silver lining here. Say that again, Vince? I'm saying you are saying that's a silver lining that this will draw further attention to him. Because it wasn't Britain and Grand Lot, we still wouldn't know about this gentleman. Maybe 10% would. And he was a dishonorable. So you need to look up his record, too, about that. So he, he's not perfect. So that's all I got to say about that, Vince. I'm not going to spend all the time okay. going to do it. I'm just giving you the facts. Well, I, I appreciate your call and your perspective, Sean. It's always right. good, always good to hear from you. And I think there's some value here uh, in in what Sean has just said, because I think there are a lot of people who were not aware at all. We're going to talk more about this and tell you about who this guy is, Paul Whelan, and the situation that he finds himself in. And what are the prospects for this guy getting out anytime in the near future? Richard, good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, good morning, Vince. Um, well, Vince, you, pr- you pretty much hit on everything I was going to say, that um, this woman, uh, I- I'm happy that she's got out. I'm sure her family's happy. It's all good in that way. But she, she actually checks all the boxes. She happens to be African-American, so they're going to pander more to the African-American. She's a, a lesbian. She's a high-profile, I guess, uh, basketball player. And it's just, unfortunately, I wake up today a little less proud to be an American because what in the, what are we? What do we believe in? It's, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't even know what we believe in anymore. It's all upside down. You got a Marine, whether he's uh, uh, discharged properly or whatever, this guy at least served his country. Right. He's still in prison. Yep. I, I hear you, Richard. Uh, very much appreciate your call. We're up against a hard break here. We've got more of your calls, and we will talk about the man who is still detained as we continue. Stay with us.
on the Vince Coakley radio program. So who is still in Russia? Paul Whelan, detained American. CNN reporting he expressed his frustration that more has not been done to secure his release. An exclusive interview with them hours after Brittany Griner was freed. Said he was happy Griner was released, but told CNN, I'm greatly disappointed. More has not been done to secure my release, especially as the four-year anniversary of my arrest is coming up. Saying this phone call, I was arrested for a crime that never occurred. He's in a penal colony, by the way, in a remote part of Russia. I don't understand why I'm still sitting here. The interview took place shortly after President Joe Biden, standing alongside Griner's wife, Sherelle, at the White House, also expressed regret the U.S. had not been able to get Whelan out. Biden vowed the U.S. would never give up. U.S. officials said the Russians refused to negotiate his release. Whelan saying he was surprised he had been left behind. I was led to believe things were moving in the right direction and the governments were negotiating and something would happen fairly soon. Whelan's a former Marine who is a U.S., Irish, British, and Canadian citizen. Detained at a Moscow hotel December 2018 by Russian authorities who alleged he was involved in an intelligence operation. He was convicted and sentenced in June 2020 to 16 years in prison in a trial U.S. officials denounced as unfair. U.S. officials indicated that Russians refused to release him despite U.S. efforts at negotiations. Whelan said he was told because the Russians have accused him of being a spy, they've put him at a higher level than what they did with Brittany. That raises a lot of concerns because none of it's true. They're trying to get out of the United States what the United States may not be able to provide. He's calling this basically political extortion. He said he was aware he was considered in a different category than Griner. The Russians have always said so. They've always considered me a higher level than other criminals of my sort for whatever reason. I'm treated differently than another individual here from a Western country that's also on a charge of espionage. So even though we're both here for espionage, I'm treated much differently than he is. My treatment is also much different than others held for espionage at other prisons. I would say if a message could go to President Biden, that this is a precarious situation that needs to be resolved quickly. My bags are packed. I'm ready to go home. I just need an airplane to come and get me. Whelan said he'd like to speak to Biden directly, noting he'd spoken to an administration official earlier in the day about the situation. But I think the message really needs to go to people like the president, so they understand personally what I'm dealing with and what we deal with in these foreign prisons and under these circumstances. It's quite obvious I'm being held hostage. I know some people may disagree with me for saying this, but it's, I don't think that this is a big priority. You know, that's nice. He wants to talk to the president. You might want to talk to somebody who cares. Some people may think that's harsh. If you care, you don't 
put America in a situation of weakness. This is why we have the Russian invasion of Ukraine in the first place. The Russians sniffed out weakness. And this is why they've done what they have. And this is why they continue to hold this man. Social media posts. Rob posted this on social media yesterday. Brittany Griner, in exchange for Victor Bout, one of the most dangerous men in the world, while our Marine Paul Whelan, still a Russian hostage. Unreal. <laughs> Sean, I love this one. Next swap, Biden for the Marine that's still over there. Boy, that would be a fair trade, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think you get the idea. I think there are a lot of people very, very upset about this. Let's go up to a very quick call. Uh, Karen, you got about a minute. Karen, good morning. Good morning, Vince. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't believe Whelan is still over there. And I think this administration is all about their agenda and, you know, appealing to certain people. I don't know why any of this has to be about race, LGBTQ, whatever. I mean, even his pick for VP and, and his press secretary. Why, why do we have to say it's a black woman? Why isn't it just a woman? I mean, it, it's just it's just ridiculous. Yep, I, I hear you. And so, you know, our, our humanity is what gets lost in all of this, isn't it? Yes. Just our common humanity that we can all celebrate together. And everything has to be... Uh, reduced to putting people into groups and classes and that sort of thing. Karen, I very much appreciate your call. How concise you are in communicating your ideas. Much more as we continue the Vince Coakley radio program on the other side of news. Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.